morning to everyone, and we are so excited about being in the presence of the Lord. It's good to see everyone. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We thank God for our online community. We're excited that you chose to tune in to be a part of our morning services. And I don't know about you, but I am excited about the Lord. Amen. I am excited about the Lord, and I am excited about God's Word. Amen. I'm excited about what God is doing in this season. I'm excited about what He is doing. I love the Lord, and I know you love the Lord as well. Amen. Can I get an amen that you love the Lord? Amen. Amen. He's an awesome God. He's phenomenal. He's a mighty God, and I am thankful and I'm grateful every day that I wake up. And every day when I retire, that the Lord has kept me one more time. He has kept me. Amen. Now we would like to invite your attention this morning to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 28. Deuteronomy, chapter number 28. Just excited about what God has spoken, and um, sometimes we don't realize that uh, what we can do and what God has done and things that we uh, might be doing may prevent some things. But I want to share with you this morning about the season that we're in. I want to share that with you this morning as God had given it to me. I want to share about the season that we are presently in. Father, bless your word. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you move all flesh out of the way. And we bind up the hands of the adversary. And, Father God, you be glorified in all that we say and all that we do. In the mighty name of Jesus. And amen, amen, and amen. This morning, we want to talk about living under an open heaven. Living under an open heaven. The season that we are in right now is a season of open heavens, open heaven. And an open heaven, if we want to define and share what an open heaven is, an open heaven is where divinity meets humanity. It's where divinity meets humanity. And then also, it is where we have access, we have been granted access to God. Now, some of us would say, well, we had, uh, we received access to God when the curtain was ripped. That's true. But the thing to that is uh, that it was the plan of salvation for mankind when the curtain was ripped. But right now, we have many that are not living under uh, an open heaven, They are living under a closed heaven. They're living under a closed heaven. Now, this is a season, the season that we're now in. Hear me well. This is a season of that we will be experiencing the supernatural. It's a season where we're going to be experiencing the supernatural. And we get to understand something, regardless of what it looks like. The supernatural is not subject to the natural laws of the land. This season we're we're in, presently in, regardless of what you see, regardless of what you hear, 
God is going to be doing some things in the supernatural, and we're going to be experiencing the supernatural. It also is a season, and, and God dropped this in my spirit as I began to hear what the Lord said. And God says this, this is, will be a season of breaking gravity. That's powerful. A season of breaking gravity. Now, we need to understand what is an open heaven. What is an open heaven? Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter number 8. And how do we make sure that we are partakers of an open heaven and not partakers of a closed heaven? Now, in the open heaven, and there's a promise that is given to an open heaven in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 28. We're going to begin reading at verse number 1. Are we there? It says, And it come to pass, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken, or thou shalt listen with obedience, if thou would hearken diligently, Unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all of his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all nations of the earth. In other words, God said, I'm going to exalt you if you do what the word says. He says, if you observe if you diligently listen and you keep his commands, he said, I'm going to set you up high. I'm, I'm, in other words, I'm going to promote you over others. Amen. And then he says this in uh, verse number two. This is what he says in verse number two. He says, and all of these blessings, that is when you're under this open heaven and when we obey what God's saying, and we obey the voice of God and do the things God has told us to do. He says, and all, he didn't shorten us, he says in verse 2, and all these blessings shall come on thee. And then it says, and what? Overtake thee. And there's a stipulation. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of of the Lord thy God. Now, see, it, 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 it takes obedience. Because last time we, start, we, we spoke about the rewards of obedience. And he is saying now, if we keep his commands and do what he instructs us to do, he said, all of these blessings shall come upon us. And not only just come upon us, but they shall overtake us. How many want to be overtaken by blessings from God? Amen. Both spiritually, physically, as well as financially. Amen. Some folks say, well, I just want the spiritual blessing. Well, God has more than that. He has added so much more to that. He says, these blessings will come upon you and you will be overtaken. I want to be overtaken by the blessings of the Almighty. Amen spiritually oh just just feel with, with the word of god and and the anointing and the aura of god and and as you walk into a place and walk into a store or walk in any surrounding the anointing of god will be so powerful upon you because we've been obedient then what would happen you would change the entire atmosphere all around you amen 
Do we have any atmosphere changers in the house? Now, anybody that can change the atmosphere. See, that's the kind of anointing that you want. That when you walk into a place, oh, mm, I mean, it's just like they can see God in you. Or they can see God upon you. See, that's the kind of spiritual blessings we want. We, we want to be those, those, those uh, 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 giant slayers, giant killers. See, that's the kind of anointing that we want. Amen. And, and being a financial blessing to, of course, to the point our cup will, will run over, our bonds will be filled, and we'll be able to lend to others, and we won't have to borrow. And I don't want to go too far because I had just jumped and leaped to some place in my message. I got to slow down a little bit. Amen. Because I'm excited about the open heavens. I'm excited. I know that if I'm obedient, so you got to speak for yourself. If I'm obedient and if I keep his command, there's a promise that comes with the open heavens. And, and God said, this is a season of open heavens in your life. I don't care what they say out there. I don't care nothing about no COVID. I don't care nothing about what they say you don't have. You can't have inflation and all that and how, how expensive. No, my God is bigger than that. Because he said he owns the cattle on a thousand years. Amen. So, so I'm thankful and I'm grateful for all the blessings. I don't know about y'all, but there are some people that, that failed in their finances during the COVID. But let me tell you something. God's people, God kept on blessing. Every bill was met. Amen. Everything that we need, food was on the table, and you could invite somebody in. They was able to, you were able to share with somebody else. See, now you can't say you can put up God for non-support. No, God always takes care of His children. I mean, if we do what we're supposed to do, He will do what He will do. Amen. And I, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm excited about being overtaken and blessed. Excited about this season of an open heaven. Now, let's drop down. Slow down, Brenda. Slow down. I'm still, I'm still at fast pace. Amen. Need to slow down because that's what need to teach this thing. Amen. Looking at verse number 12 in Deuteronomy chapter number 28, look what it says if we, if the, the promise that God gives. Uh, he says in verse 12, The Lord shall do what? Open unto thee his, what kind of treasure? Good treasure. Open heaven. Say, the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure and the heaven to give the rain. Mm. And rain represents blessings unto thy land. Then he says, in his season. Because, you know, we, we, we know how to mess up seasons. You know what I'm saying? Because we want it all at one time. But God knows how to spread that thing out. He knows the right season to give us what we need. Because sometimes we will, we will become to the place of spending, 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 spending. When God blesses you, see, I want one sister nod ahead. Amen. Amen. The rest of us sit, you know, got the straight face on as if we don't do that. Yes, we do. Amen. And we, we spend unnecessarily. Things that we didn't have to have, we decided, oh, I've got a few extra coins, so I'm going to go get this. Amen. I've been there. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I've been there. Been there. Done it. Amen. And then he says now, he says, the rain, he, should, he will uh, rain down the rain unto, upon thy land, right where you are, in his season. And watch what he says now in the latter part of verse number 12. He says, and to bless 
all the work of thine hand. Not some of the work of your hands. Everything that you put your hands to, God said, I will bless it. And, and watch what he says here. And thou shalt lend unto many nations. Now the word nations, that means people. And thou shalt not borrow under that open heaven. He said, you're going to be a lender and not a borrower. You know, you're going to be able to bless people. Now, in the season that we're in, that's what God says is going to be happening in your life. See, you've got to receive this thing personally, that I'm going to be a blessing to somebody. You know, it's not always a blessing in money, finances. It might be somebody's going through and having a difficult day. And a lot of people out there are going through. And that it might be that kind word that you need to give to them to just brighten up their day. It just might be a smile on your face that will change their, their life. All because you're living under an open heaven. So God said, I'm going to do all these things in your life. Amen. So as you do what you do. You know, you won't borrow. Oh, thank. Oh, Holy Spirit, I heard that one. You will not borrow frustration. <laughs> frustration won't come to your house <laughs> uh, in this open season. Amen. Because see, God got a work for you to do, and you, and you can't do the work that God has called and ordained in a spirit of frustration. I don't know about y'all. I know I can't. Amen. I, I, I can't, I can't get up and move and do the things God has called and ordained for our life in that spirit of frustration. So God said, under this open heaven, He said, I'm going to move that. I don't know who, who I'm talking to. I don't know who the spirit is speaking to, but there's a spirit of frustration going on. Amen. In the body of Christ. And God says, in this season, I'm going to move that spirit of frustration. Amen. Maybe He's talking to me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But he is saying now he's going to move that spirit of frustration. And see, when the Holy Spirit drops something, I know that the Lord is speaking to someone, whether it's in the house or whether somebody is listening in online. Amen. That spirit of frustration. God said, I'm going to move that out of your life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He said, I'm going to move that spirit of frustration. Give God praise and glory. Amen. He said, you, you're going to be lenders. You're going to be lenders. You're going to, you know, to be a, be a lender and not a borrower. Now, wait, let, let, let me say something. Let me stop. Don't get too excited. Don't go out and lend all your money because some folk won't pay it back. Amen. Amen. You understand that word? He said, you're going to be a lender. It didn't say you're going to be a giver. God bless me. I'm going to run around and I'm going to give, give, give. No, he, that word didn't say that. It said you're going to be a lender and you won't have to be running around borrowing. You know, that's what God said. He said, now, you know, you expect payment. Now, I've learned this. Give you a good lesson. I learned this a long time ago. When you give, don't expect for it back. Then you won't have to worry about being upset when they don't pay you back. Amen. When you give it without strings attached. So you make sure when you do give it that the Holy Spirit instructed you to give it. And you yourselves didn't instruct yourself to give it. Amen. There's a big difference now. Because God always brings things back to your life when you do it according to God's will. But that's when you are under that open heaven. Still dealing with the promises now of an open heaven. Now, looking at verse number 13, look what he says now under the open heaven. He says, and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. 
Thou shalt be above. What's the next word? Only. Thou shalt be above only. It's time out for the body of Christ being the tail. Amen. It's time. Can we say that again? It's time out for the body of Christ being the tail and not the head. Amen. See, we need to be the head in all the things that's going on. You know, you find people marching everywhere and doing these different things, and, you know, they are speaking what they're speaking. But the body of Christ is not saying nothing. We're not even standing up, amen, for what's right or what's wrong. You know, he said, you're going to be the head. It's time for the body of Christ to take lead, take their responsibility, and to begin to lead and be the head. Don't be the tail. Now, it's okay to follow, but there's a difference with being following and just being the tail. But he said, you're going to be above only in verse 13. And then he says, and thou shall not be beneath, living beneath your privileges that God has granted unto you. He said, you're not going to be beneath. Then he, he gives a stipulation. There's that two-letter word. It says, if... If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. See, there's a stipulation with the promise. Amen. If. Don't think that, okay, God said this is going to happen and I, I can live any kind of way and I can do anything I want to do and I, I'm still going to live up under open heaven. No, no, that's not what the scripture says, amen, because there is a such thing as a closed heaven. It's in the word, and if God permits, we will show you what a closed heaven looked like. And none of us want to be under a closed heaven. But this season, God says now that we're going to be living under an open heaven. Now, the next thing we want to do, let's go to the book of Isaiah. Let's go to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And slow down, Miss Brenda. The book of Isaiah, chapter number 64. Isaiah understands about an open heaven. He understands. He understands about a closed heaven as well. Amen. Now, uh, the book of Isaiah, chapter number 64, Isaiah is speaking. He says, oh, that thou would have rent the heavens. In other words, pull back the curtains to heaven. That thou would have come down, that the mountains might flow down at thy presence. See, under an open heaven, there will always be a visitation of the Lord. He will come down. Under an open heaven. Because see, the curtain will be pulled back. Because you're operating and living under the commands of God. That's so very much important. But then, let's look down at verse number 4 in Isaiah chapter 64. And verse 4 says this. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither have the eyes seen, O God, besides thee, what he has prepared for him that waited for him. See, we don't know. We have not a clue. The, the word of God says, eyes have, uh, uh, eyes have not seen, 
ears have not heard. Even our perception is not to a point where we know and understand what God has prepared for us. If we knew and if we understood what God had prepared for us, I believe we'd do better. Amen. You know how it was when, well, in my day, I'll put it that way, in my day, I can't say it and it was that way in the younger generation, but in my day, and you know there's no such thing as Christmas and no such thing as Santa Claus, right? But back in the day, we didn't know that, all right? well, yet we did when we got a certain age. And right before that time, we were so excited about what we thought we were going to get, Amen. We were really, 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 really excited. We couldn't wait. You see, it was like, okay, mom and dad has prepared something for me, and I can't hardly wait. I, I can't even perceive in my mind. I, I, I just don't believe. I can't, I can't wait till the clock past 12 midnight. That's how we were in our day. But in these, in these days and time, children get so much. And when that, that Pacific time comes, it's, it's just another day. Amen. It's a, just another time. But we had family time. We, people would come to our home at 4 a.m. in the morning. Amen. And, and we, we bonded together. We, we were excited. We, we ate breakfast together. It was a beautiful time. It was a time of expectation of your, your loved ones, your families, all those that you were connected with. But see, somewhere we have lost that. Amen. We have lost that. But, but see, if we could only understand and perceive, or uh, even can imagine in our little mortal minds what God has prepared for us, who, who, those that are living upright. Um, we, ooh, Holy Spirit, we have only received just a fraction of what God has for us. Can you imagine if we got the whole thing? Huh. If we're only getting just a fraction we can't even just within our ears we can't we can't even hear we can't so much god wants to give to the body of christ but but we are being blocked by some things that we ought not to be doing we're not keeping his commands we're not doing the will of god but he said i got so much more i want to bless you with so much more i want to give you spiritually I don't know about you all, but sometimes I take the opportunity to, to talk with people. And there's such a thirst and a hunger. And I have to say to, to House of Destiny, you all are blessed because of the fact you, you, you thirst for the word. You love the word of God. You, you, you begin to exercise the, the word of God by blessing others with what knowledge God has given you. And, and comparing you with others, and, and the Bible says we shouldn't compare ourselves to another. However, your, your wisdom and knowledge and understanding is phenomenal. And if you just talk to people, you'll find out how much a, a greater level in the knowledge of God, in the Word of God, than people that you know. Just get in a conversation with them. You will, thank you, sister, amen. You will be surprised. People have been in the church all their life and, and can't even compare with the knowledge and the understanding and the wisdom that God has granted unto you. It's, in other words, I hear where it says privilege. <laughs> That's your privilege, amen. So you don't want to get high-minded because you've been privileged, amen. But, but you've got such a wisdom and knowledge and a love for God, and, and you, you fight your way. It's, and I don't know about y'all, but early in the morning when I'm on time to study, I don't want to be bothered. Can I get an amen? Amen. 
If I'm in the Word of God, you know, if I'm in worship, I don't want to be bothered with flesh. I don't want to be bothered with flesh that's in the house. I don't want to be bothered with my own flesh in the house. Amen. Because, see, sometimes our own flesh will interrupt our devotion. Amen. Uh, and yeah, we got we got the phone, you know, and, and it seems like when it gets good to you, that's when the phone starts ringing, amen. Or that's when the come on the door, amen. Uh, that, that's when they, people begin to call your name. I mean, the, no, that's not the time because see, when you sit down, when you when you're right there in, 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 in habitation with the Lord, you are sitting under an open heaven. I'm not talking. See, it's something about. Uh, of being able to penetrate. It's just you and God, just you and God. And, and, and the revelations, and we're going to get to that, it, they drop from an open heaven. We don't want to shut up the open heaven. Amen? Because, see, he dropped some stuff to us. And when he dropped some stuff to us, oh, my God, it, it will change. It will change your countenance just like Moses' countenance was changed when he went up on the mountain and he met with God. Because when he came back down off the mountain, after he met with God, he had to put a veil over his face. And the people could not even look upon him because of the brightness and the brilliancy and the majesticness of the God Almighty. See, that's where we need to be, amen, as the body of Christ, up on an open heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Are y'all feeling me? Amen. Are you feeling? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. He's, he says it's prepared for those that wait. How many of us waiting? You're like me. I still got a ways to go because sometimes my patience ain't there. Can we be real? Amen. Can we be real? Amen. Uh, my patience is not always there. But he, he says these things that's prepared for us, he said now we got to be willing to wait, to wait for him, wait, to wait on it, to wait on it. I'm like, okay, God. I had another message, and I was, I said, okay, God, I'm, uh, it just ain't coming. Can I, can I be real? I'm gonna be real. I don't know about you. you may not be a preacher, but there are times God give you some stuff, and you don't want to wait to get it all. Amen. Because it may take too much time, or it may take you sitting a little bit longer to hear the word of God, to hear God speaks. Well, he gave me something, and I, I'm not going to tell you what it is, because soon we're going to share it, because we're going to have to put some time in it. Amen? And I'm sitting there, I said, well, God, this ain't it. I just took, because mm. when he dropped it, I, I, all, anytime he drops something to me, I write it down. <clears throat> and so when I started, I, and it seemed like for a couple of days it just wasn't coming. I said, God, something, something wrong here. And then he dropped this open heaven in my spirit. And, and as I began to, 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 to uh, feel the Holy Spirit, and he began to flood me with things about an open heaven, I was in a conversation with someone, you know, mm, never underestimate the hand of God. When God gives you an instruction to do something, follow through. Follow through. We had been, and, and, and maybe one day you may meet the individual. I don't know. Possibly. I believe God you will. I believe so. We've been distributing uh, food boxes over in a, in a neighborhood, in a, in a complex. And I'm one that I don't answer a whole lot of calls on my phone if I, don't, I, if I do not recognize the number. That's just me. 
And, and, and blessed be the Lord, this individual left a message. And when they left the message, it was someone that had, that had received the paper, the brochure, the paper that we had given out in the food boxes. And they wanted to connect because they were housebound for right now. They, they've moved here. And in our conversation and, and, and talking, the very, th- the very words that God spoke to me the first time to write on a piece of paper came out of her mouth. Now, y'all know how bad I felt, right? <laughs> I mean, the identical word. There was nothing different. Nothing different at all. And I said, okay, God, that is confirmation. Waiting, we got to learn to wait on God. I'm speaking to Brenda. Amen. Even though we can sit, and sometimes sitting in the presence of God takes a little bit longer. Amen. You got to move all these distractions out of the way. You never know how God going to come back. That's about like patience. He came back and tried me on the very word I preached about patience. It, Kentucky Fried Chicken, <laughs> tried me. That word came, the word came right back to me. And I had to have somebody else to teach it. Okay, did you not say? You know, so that means I got a little chastising. Amen. And so here it is again. So let me know I'm not there. Got a long ways to go. He, the exact identical words that he had given me that I said, Lord, it'll take too much time. I need two or three weeks if I'm going to have to deal with all this. But that was another whooping. Y'all been whipped by God before? See, I, I don't have a problem being obedient and, you know, telling you all this is what happened because I was disobedient. Some of us walk around as if we ain't been disobedient in nothing. Amen. But, but, but God loves those he chastises. Now, let, let me continue on. Now, the next place we want to go to, thank you, Holy Spirit. He says, move on. We're going back to Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Let's go back there. Deuteronomy chapter number 28. What does an open heaven look like? What does an open heaven, what does it look like? Well, what does an open heaven look like? Hmm. Deuteronomy chapter number 28, verse number 3. Let me show you what it looks like. Okay, God's given us instructions. He tells us what an open heaven looks like. He says in verse number 3, I'm going to read this quickly. He says, blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. This is what it looks like, an open heaven. It says, blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. So far, all you see is blessed, right? In other words, you're blessed in everything under an open heaven. And then verse 5 says, blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. In other words, your storehouse is going to be blessed. Amen. It's going to be blessed to such a degree, you're going to be able to share with someone else under that open heaven. Amen. Because see, you're going to be living under the open heaven. And verse 6 says, Blessed shall I be when thou cometh in. Mm. Blessed shall I be when thou goest out. See, that's why you ain't got to worry about COVID. 
Because the word, the word of God says you'll be blessed if you're living under the open heaven. He says now, he said, when you're going out, he said, when you're coming in, blessed shall thou be when thou cometh in. And blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. When I'm going in and out, the protection of God is on me. The, the, the protection of God is on me. The protection of God is on you. Amen. I, I, I would go into detail about some things, but I think some of us are not quite ready yet. How we've been tricked about COVID. And I'll move on from there. Amen. Been tricked. Been tricked. <laughs> been tricked. We fell for the okie doke. We fell for it. But we have been tricked. Amen. Verse number seven says, The Lord shall, watch this, watch this. The Lord shall cause thine enemies. Anybody got any enemies? Y'all ain't got no enemies. Yeah, yeah. No, this is what he says when you live. He's saying now, watch what happens now when you're living up on this open heaven. It says now in verse 7, The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. You'll see your enemies fall when you're living under an open heaven. Amen. He says now, he says now, when they'll, they'll be smitten right before your face. They shall come out against thee one way, but then they're going to turn around and they're going to flee before thee seven times. Them boogers going to be gone. They're going to come up against you one way, and next thing you know, they're gone seven different ways. See, that's living under an open heaven. And watch verse number 8 in Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Verse number 8 says, The Lord, watch this, the Lord shall command. In other words, he's going to give charge. He's going to command the what? Blessings. Verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, with an S, huh, upon thee in thy houses and in all that thou sendest thine hand unto and he shall bless thee in the, in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. If you're living under the, the open heaven, the Bible says whatever you set your hand to, the God will bless it. Let me give you a prime example that we're living under, under the open heaven. We've been praying and asking God, and, 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 and uh, Minister Jonita will deal with this later. We've been praying and asking God for a van because people are waiting to come here. But there's no transportation. And so we were in a, at a meeting. And before, they had been before, she and Minister Adams had been there before. We were at this meeting and people was up sharing the things that they had, uh, they were warning or desiring. Okay? And so right at the end, Sister Jonita gets up and she presents it to the people saying that we needed a van because of the fact. She said, we are in desperate need of a van because of the fact there were people that desired to come to this place that's sitting and waiting that does not have a way, no transportation. We've gotten calls that they want to come, but yet there was no way for us to pick them up because we didn't have any transportation. Well, I think it was either that afternoon, that evening, or the very next day, she gets a text. Mind you now, it's the day before that night before, she presents us. This is what open heaven will do. It'll bring that thing quick. So when you, you better be careful what you ask God for. 
You better be careful. So lo and behold, when she gets the text, they tell her and give her a name and the number. Give her the name and the number who to contact. Well, me, my impatient self, when she calls, it was, it was probably after 6 o'clock. And when she tells me the location where it is, I said, I'm going. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to see. And you know what? And I did, Minister Marcellin. I went right on down there. Amen. The man was there. Amen. I couldn't wait for the pictures. Because God had answered the prayer that quick. I mean, it, I'm telling y'all, we're living, you can believe me or not believe me, and you can miss it. We're living under an open heaven. I go down there, and, 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 and I see it. And I'm just so excited. I'm like, wait a minute, Lord. You know, you got all these weeds. Really, Lord. And, and then the next day, the next day, Deacon Glenn and I, we go down. And we're going to drive it, test drive, see. Because the man said, well, you know, this, this happened, that happened, and everything's fine. See, you know, nowadays you've got to make sure everything's okay. Amen. Yeah, it makes you okay. And when we got in to test drive, and he started driving, the first thing came out of my mouth to him. I said, this thing ride like a Cadillac. <laughs> I mean, that baby was smooth. I'm talking about up on living up on an open heaven. I mean, it was smooth. And I'm, I mean, I'm like, and the age of the van, I said, no, there's no way. Got to be someone. Come to find out he didn't replace this. He didn't replace a radiator. Something to do with the injection. I mean, he had replaced a whole lot. It was just like we had a brand new motor. And it was so good. And, and I, I said, well, let me go on the inside. Because I ain't no telling what the inside looked like. Inside was clean. And what makes it even more beautiful, a school used to have it. So you know a school had to upkeep a, a, a vehicle because children had to be transported on it. I said, God, you have taken care. Oh, I feel it, y'all. He had taken care of every detail. Every detail. And then I was like, Lord, you need a paint job too. But you know, I believe God, he's going to do that too, doc. I believe, I believe the Lord. Amen. Because we're living, the, the turnover, we're living under an open heaven. The turnover was so quick. I mean, we had been asking her for a long time, and all of a sudden, stood up, this is what we need. And what did you know what the gentleman said? He said, I don't have a problem doing this, and at a good price, too. Doing this because I want to help y'all get people to the church. Now, people don't do that. They're not concerned about that. Now, they're more going to the other place than anything else. About like it was. Let me shut up, Brenda. Um, amen. You get to learn where to go, where not to go, and you got to learn to depart. Amen. When time to depart. Amen. Amen. I had to learn to depart yesterday. Right on time. And it was right on time. But that's another, that's another story. That's, that's another story. See, see, this is what the open heaven looked like. When, when you ask God and he just, bam, turned that thing so quickly. It kind of, if your faith level wasn't where it was, by now it ought to be. Amen. Because, see, God, God can do those things quickly. What are, you, what are you seeking God for? What are you asking God for? Because right now, if we're obedient and we observe and do the things in his command, he said li- you will live under an open heaven. I'm like, oh, wow, God. 
Now, let me quickly, let me quickly move along. Now, watch what happens when heaven opens. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel. I've got to move on. I've got to move quickly. Amen. The book of Ezekiel, chapter number one. When the heavens open, when the heavens open, because sometimes we, there are some things that we need, we don't understand. When the open, heavens open, what's being released? Amen. Now, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter number one, Ezekiel chapter number one, reading at verse number one, it says this. Now it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captive by the river of Shabbat, that the heavens were open. I don't care how difficult it may be or if you're in captivity, when God wants to open the heavens and show you some things, he will do it. He, say, he says, Ezekiel said, the heavens was open. And watch what happens when the heavens are open. The first thing he saw was, he says, I saw vision. I saw visions of God. See, when the heavens open, when there's open heavens what happens is you're going to receive revelations from God. Revelations. When, the, when you're living under an open heaven. Because, see, even though he was there in a place of captivity, and the Bible says that the heavens was open and vision. The, thank you, Holy Spirit. He brought it back to my remembrance. It wasn't just visions that was released from an open heaven. It was the visions of God makes a difference. See, we all can have visions. Are they from God or are they from ourselves? But he was very specific. He said the visions of God came forth to him while the heavens was open. And see, right now we need to make sure that, that while the heavens is open, we take the time to sit and listen to the Almighty because he wants to release something. God wants to release something. He wants to give us revelations. But sometimes it can get to the point where we're so distracted with other things, then the heavens are closed and we don't receive the revelations from God. And we're going to see that too. And then the, when we come on down, it says this now in verse number 3. In verse number 3 in Ezekiel chapter 1. He says, now this is something else. That's when the open heavens are open. He says, the word of the Lord came expressively unto Ezekiel the priest. In the land of the Chaldeans by the river Shabbat. And the hand of the Lord was there upon him. When the heavens are open, when the heavens are open, the word comes expressively. In other words, God will make it so clear when the heavens are open. And not only will the word become even that much more clearer, the Bible says that the hand, the power of the Lord uh, was there upon him. The power of the Lord. When we're living under an open heaven, the, the hand of God will be upon us. Got another quick story. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Got another one. We're living under an open heaven. You remember a few, I mean, maybe a couple of Sundays ago, we talked about uh, 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 a complex that we had gone to, and the door had been opened for us to go in and deliver the word. Amen. And then all of a sudden, the enemy stuck his head in it. And they moved the manager somewhere else. 
and they were waiting on a new manager. So I said, oh, God, what has happened here? We were, had given the access to go in. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's that word, access, when you're living up under the, whole, uh, under the open heaven. We have been given, granted, not given, granted access. And so I'm like, God, what are we going to do now? What, what are we going to do? You, the door was open for us to be able to go in and share the gospel in this complex. Well, on yesterday, on yesterday, as I was en route, I made a call to check on someone. And when I made that call, I asked them a question. I said, now, who is the, who, what manager do you have now? Who you? And guess what, what, guess what she said to me? The very one that the enemy moved so we couldn't go in and share the gospel was the same one God had brought right back. See, that, you're living under the open heaven. See, if you can think about the things that God is doing. See, now that door is right back open again. See, the enemy thought he had won and trying to shut the door so we could not go in and preach the gospel in, in, in this complex and for people to receive Jesus Christ. I mean, but yet God, because we are in a season of an open heaven, that door was opened right back up. Come on, y'all. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for that. Amen. I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I know that, that God is moving in this season. I, I know that he's moving. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you. She see, the power, the power of the Lord was upon him. See, the power right now, the, the power of, of God, the hand of God is upon this house. The hand of God is mightily upon this place. Give him glory and praise. I give him glory, honor, and praise because of what he is doing. Amen. Now, let's go to the last scripture now. Not quite the last. Let's go to Matthew chapter number 3. Matthew 3. I know we're moving along pretty fast, but you're going to have to catch it. Go listen to Facebook or some other area. You're going to be able to hear the word of God. Now, Matthew chapter number 3. Here's a declaration. When we're living under... And over open heaven, hmm, there will be decorations from God. There will be decorations from God. Matthew chapter 3, verse number 16. Are we there? It says, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the what was open? The heavens were opened unto him, being overwhelmed in grace. The heavens was opened up unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Watch verse 17. And, a, and lo, a voice from heaven, because see, the heavens had opened, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Let me tell you something. When you're living under an open heaven, you will get a declaration from the master letting you know and others around you that he is well pleased. Even before he did anything, even before he performed any miracles at all, God let him know that he was well pleased. Regardless of what you do, 
whether we go out to ministry or not, whether we go out to, to, to minister to another complex or witness to anybody, God is saying to you, because this is a season where the heavens are open, God said, I'm well pleased. I'm well pleased before you even go out. He said, I'm well pleased because it is an open, open heaven. Now, there's one, I'm, I'm trying to look for it, but I hadn't planned to, but I'm going to. I'm going to read this. Go back to Deuteronomy chapter number 28 because we dealt with an open heaven. Amen. All the different things God talks about that will happen under an open heaven. The promises. He will tear back the curtains. Hmm. He revealed to us what it looks like. Blessings everywhere. And then how the heavens will open and you will receive the word and you will see the visions, revelations. The, the hand of God will be upon your life. Then he will make a declaration about who you are. But let me show you something for non-believers, amen, that don't believe about a closed heaven, amen. Going back to Deuteronomy chapter number, chapter number 28, amen, when you don't listen to the voice of God, amen. Verse number 15 in Deuteronomy chapter number 28. And verse 15 says, but it shall come to pass if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all of these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. That's when you don't listen to the voice of God and keep his command. But watch verse number 23. Hmm. 23, Deuteronomy 28. Talking about this closed heaven. Verse 23 says, and thy heaven that is over thy head shall be what? Thank you. It shall be brass. And the earth that is under thee shall be iron. That's rough. We talking about clothes heaven. I mean, the earth will become iron to you. I mean, in other words, nothing going to produce for you. All because you're living under the clothes heaven. You remember telling you about uh, how when, when the curtain was rent? You know, and, 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 and mankind received redemption, but yet many people are still living under a closed heaven. And see, when, when things are not being productive in your life and you're not keeping the word of God and the commands of God, God said heaven is going to be like black, brass over your head. That's rough. Earth going to be like iron. And watch 24, and this is the final verse and we're done. It says, the Lord shall make the rain. What do we say rain was? Blessings. The Lord shall make the rain, the blessings of thy land. What it says is going to be? Powder and dust. Powder and dust. From heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. Them blessings be like powder and dust. That word. That's rough. Nothing coming. No increase. No nothing. No bless. No nothing. When you're living on a closed heaven. But God said, this is a season of an open heaven. I can't wait. I can't wait to see all that God is going to do in this season. Get ready. What, what T.D. Jake say? I'm going to steal his line. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Amen. I mean, uh, the season, the season, this season, Doc, this season, this season 
heaven's going to open up for you. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Living under an open heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We're thankful and we are grateful.